Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast, episode 22. Yes, I sound a bit more upbeat because Everton Football Club won a game. They did what essentially you're supposed to do, which is win sometimes when you play football. And it's exactly what we did do. We have got a full, the full amigos, the four amigos are back together. The Bush is back with us. Mr. Bush, or Boom. I am Bush, that's my name, you tit, is back. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I believe the last time I spoke to you guys, you prank called me when I was at the I, train station. I, I you know, know. Yeah. Well, I, I think prank call is wrong because that would imply that it wasn't intended. Um, <laughs> the thing was, we were uh, running out of material would be the wrong negative way yeah, of saying absolutely. it. But we were we were freestyling. We were jamming, Mr. Mm. Bush. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we, we needed something to, to jam on, uh, so to speak, uh, which is the phrase in Spanish for ham. Yeah, exactly. And so we, we, we got in touch with you, and uh, you picked up, and you actually you gave us a happy ending to the episode. You did. A yeah. lovely phrase. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> we have been talking about mass artists as well, and it's so over. There you go. It was a, a seamless link there. Mm. Uh, Mr. Mr. Vitti, as always, with us, ever present, being with Howard Hi. Howard Donald today. Howard Donald is is this week's yeah. guest on our Fueling Around um, award winning Fueling Around Celebrity Petal Heads podcast, released this morning, available in all good pod venues and even some bad ones. There you go. There's the oh, yeah. link for you. Nice mm. little plug for you. Um, let's get into Everton because obviously Everton won at the weekend. It was Sean Dyche. I've been, I've been informed that's how you say his name. Deitch. No, oh, is it? Not Deitch, Deitch, not Deitch. 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 Yeah. Deitch. Um, Sean Deitch's first game, it was very much, it felt rather, very much like a David Moyes type Everton performance for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and resulted in quite often a David Moyes type result against those kind of teams at Goodison Park. Um, but a big win, Mr. Bush, a big win for Everton. Wasn't it amazing, though? Isn't it amazing? The difference is, because it's been such a long time since we've won. I'd forgotten how it just changes your weekend fundamentally. Mm. I was like, you know, your bit where you're like cleaning or doing stuff in the kitchen, closing the, the kitchen drawer with your bum and dancing, <laughs> da da da. Oh, match, I had, to put, I had to put the series link back onto match of the day because I turned it off because I wasn't watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the weird thing is, right, you know, obviously I've had this thing with my, I've had like a, a, a nose cancer, um, like operation. Yeah. And uh, the last time we won a game, I, I hadn't even had the operation yet. That's how mm. long ago it was. And now it's on the heel. So mm. it shows how, how starved of anything good we, we've, been as mm. Evertonians and I think that the key thing about the game against Arsenal is it instantly he's he's given us the stuff that we've been pining for which is turning Everton back to being nasty mean attacking controlling a game I, I think even during the brief highlights of the Frank Lampard era even when we won it was more because the opposition couldn't put us away and we managed to get away with it it kind of controlled the game Arsenal you watched match of the day highlights it was mainly us we had some great chances and it could have been more so it was an amazing start to the Dyke era Dave um, but that said, were you not like me sitting there watching it, thinking we're not going to win this? And and almost I was I was I was at the point where I thought actually, do you know what? If we come away with a point, that will still be brilliant, all things considered. But just that feeling of relief when when actually we did come away with with all three points, I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah, it was what we said before it needed to be. It was a roll your sleeves up. It was a fight, you know, and it was intense and it was. Uh, effort from everybody and that is the only thing that is going to get us over the line if indeed we do get over the line and and, and that's far from 
far from a given, as we well know. Um, it did also remind me, though, in fairness to Frank, and, and we didn't have many performances like this, but the one that I was saying about the other week, the Leeds performance last February, I think it was, was very much like that was on Saturday. It was just a, a, a blood and thunder scrap all the way through. But um, no, I, I don't think in any way we were lucky. And actually, having watched people's reviews of it and, and write-ups of it, Everton weren't lucky, you know, um, yeah, they, they deserved it. And actually they played for that win and they stopped Arsenal playing the game that they wanted to play. Um, they neutralised them. Uh, Deitch had obviously done his homework. Um, and yeah, it was a thoroughly professional display and um, just good to see. And I just hope that if we can perform like that in at least 50 to 60 to 70% of the remaining games... Mm-hmm. We give ourselves a chance. I'll put it this way. We've certainly got to play like that at home. Absolutely. I spoke to uh, Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV yesterday, and he was was very complimentary about Everton. said it's the first game he's been to this season. I'd go to all the games, obviously. First game he's been to this season where he thought, you know what, we didn't deserve anything out of that. They thoroughly Mm. deserved the victory. It wasn't a lucky win. It what he said, he just... He said he should have won by more, to be honest. Yeah. And well, what we should have done. I mean, we could have been three up within the exactly. first three minutes. Exactly. You know. one. Yeah. I still I, and Calvert Lewin's one on the in the in the six yard box. I don't know how he missed it. Yeah. I mean, Ped, that's what they've got to rinse and repeat that, haven't they? Really, seventeen games to go and and try to get you know another what five or six wins. But that would be the way that we do it, won't it? With that F maximum effort and good structure and all of that stuff. Yeah, and that's what you get from this manager, isn't it? I don't think you're going to get what Frank Lampard did, which was a different performance every week. Because mm. he, Frank, well, Frank Lampard wanted to play with sort of nice football and mm. pass away out the back and all that. Sean Dyke's not going to do that, is he? He's going to, he's going to do that every single week. Expect those kind of levels every single week. You know, whether it leads to wins or not, we we'll have to wait and see. But there was too much messing about with Lampard at times. He, what he wanted to play was not what Everton were capable of. And it led us to a situation where when we had to revert back to some kind of defensive shape, it meant five at the back and then you're defending on your six-yard line then rather than in the midfield and picking an opposition off. So, no, I, I think the I think um, what is the mandate of the players is going to be well more with 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 this fella. Um, and really, it shouldn't take a new manager to do that. Frank Lampard should have been able to get that out of the players himself, himself this season. He should have understood the situation, and he—I don't think he quite has, and don't think he quite had the experience mm. to do that. But I think Dice commands a certain level of uh, respect, just because he's been around a long time and what he's done. Mm. So it was very enjoyable to be there. Never felt for one minute like we were going to lose, mm. and um, even in the six, the ball went off for six minutes. I was mm. quite confident we'd get over the line. But see, the weird thing is, though, right? That I've come away from that game thinking. Maybe as, as time goes on, and obviously we were kind of like intoxicated with Lampard and his optimism, and he's a great guy, and you know he saved saved us at the end of last season. Never forget that night at Goodison Park and some amazing photos, etc. Um, you do as time goes on, and you have like a, a look back at the Lampard era. How does someone within one week of working with a team get a performance and an organisation like that out of a load of players that clearly weren't prepared to do that for Lampard? Because you had Decore training on his own. Mm-hmm. Gordon, I'm sure we'll talk about him at some point, you know, not interested. Uh, they weren't defending like that. They weren't anywhere near as controlled. So 
you know, I, I, I love Frank and I love, I love what he did for us. But I mean, maybe, maybe the kind of fact of the matter is, in terms of what Everton need needed right now, he's just not the not the right manager, or maybe he just hasn't got the kind of tactical sense for this level. I, don't, I mean, it sounds really tight to say that, but I, I, maybe he's not a brilliant football manager overall. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think maybe with better players who had already established. He, he could play his football and, and it might work out. But I think, like Pez just said, it's um, if you've got a fella who comes in and he, he feels just by looking, I've never spent a second with Sean Dyche. I don't know, Dyche, I don't know what he's like, but he, he comes across like he's got a presence about him, mm. a toughness about him. Mm. But also, his press conferences as well. Do you exactly, know what I mean? you know what he, But the underlying thing that I think is if you're a player. And you've got a manager saying, this is how we do stuff and this gets results. You have to believe what he's saying. And it's whether or not players are very, very fickle. This is what you see. You see them going along. The minute they fall out, a couple of them fall out, the manager, teams start to lose games. And, the, you know, Chelsea, I go back to Chelsea under Marino. He'd won the league with them one year. He had that um, the falling out with the female physio. And then mm. from then he lost a bit. And the end, he was 16 to something when he sacked them as champions because mm. they just threw him. They just went, now, nah, now, nah, mate, you've crossed the line and whatever. And you see teams do this with managers. They just lose belief in. It's yeah. like, you know, do this, do that. They stop running for them. And I don't know about you, Dave, but Dyke seems to be someone who he, the players will, if he says this is what we do to get out of it, he's got that. Or it might be the wrrong word, but that demeanour about him where, and, and because of his experiences the players are more likely to go right okay and of course they are on the best behaviour it's early early days into a manager's career yeah I think I think all of the above to be honest with you you're right you know I mean in a in a new managerial era players start to suddenly fall into line and they all want to be part of the setup and they don't want to see themselves excluded because this particular manager might, might play a different way or whatever um, yeah I mean I think Deitch is a, is a no bullshit manager and he's respected as, as such because he's done what he's done for a lot of years um, and he's very good at it, you know, and, and I think that in this situation that we find ourselves in, he is perhaps exactly what we need. I mean, certainly on Saturday's evidence, more of those, please. And we do at least give ourselves a fighting chance, you know, um, very much a fighting chance. Um, Back to Lampard. um, For me personally, I just think it was wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, When you look at it on balance over the, over the course of the 12 month period, as we reflect now, um, I like him still, you know, and I'd very, you know, I'm still gutted that it didn't work out for him and us together. Um, I would have liked it to have done. Um, And I wish him all the very best. And I do genuinely hope that he finds the right club where he can be a success. Um, I just think, you know, to your point as well, Ped, and we've all said the same thing, he was trying to play the wrong sort of football or he was trying to play football that, that, us as a squad weren't capable of mm. or weren't in a situation to be able to afford to play that kind of football. Um, yeah. And if he were to have an opportunity somewhere else, I mean, the problem that he has though, is that where is that some somewhere yeah. else? Because, you know, he's already been at Chelsea. Um, mm. He's, he's been at Derby early doors. He's been at us. Um, where, where is that next club that's going to be a good fit for him, uh, for him to play his sort of football? It's difficult to know where that is. Um, but I do hope that he, he gets another chance. And yeah, he goes, I think, with, with, our, with all of our best wishes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Pep, is, 
again, one game means, you know, very little. We've seen this. Frank Lampard won his first game very impressively <coughs> against Brentford, we said, 4-1. But it's Deitch, it's Deitch rather, under, <laughs> underrated in a, in a way because we, I'm not, not putting them into this bracket, but, mm. you know, Diego Simeone plays a very low block, no bullshit, aggressive yeah. football that has that has broken that has disrupted the best in La Liga. Mm. Is is Deitch could Deitch be not not that high up in the Premier League? For God's sake, just find one pronunciation. Deitch, 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 Deitch. Whatever's right. comfortable, just go with it. I've got I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going back to Deitch. I think you're the man of the Paz. You're the man of the people. I've gone for it. Stand. I've gone for it. Deitch is. You know, is he has he got more than what we even think he's got, or do you think he is kind of a, almost a firefighter type manager? No, oh, I we don't, don't think know. he's a fire. I don't think he's a firefighter. I think he's not. There's actually no evidence of him being a firefighter. Mm. There's a there's the evidence is a guy who went to Burnley and built it up over six seven years, got them into Europe, um, and probably just in the end ran out of ran out of uh, you know time in terms of the resources he had left. I think mm. this is the biggest job he's ever had. Yeah. Biggest job he'll probably ever have. Um you know, when he was asked last week why he took the job, now he said it's because it's Everton. You can't I think we get lost in it and it, people like to tell us that Everton maybe aren't part of the elite. Well we might be part of the elite, but we're still a pretty big football club. Mm. And this is a this is a huge job for him and I think this is his chance to I don't think he thinks he's coming in to do a job that's going to last six months and then, like the Allardyce situation, I don't think this is like the Allardyce situation at all. I think this guy thinks he can, he's at the right age and he's got the right amount of experience to take Everton and, and build it into what he wants to build in, like, like Moyes did. Mm. And he said that himself and he's got a good opportunity to do that now. Mm. Um, I think he's got all the tools and I think we do, I think sometimes we do downplay even if someone gets relegated, I think we downplay what they've done. I think Eddie Howe fell into a similar bracket, mm. and I, you know, I'm I'm the first to say I didn't fancy him at Everton, but I think there's lots of lots of coaches out there in Europe that we look at who might have similar track records, and we, and we give them the benefit of the doubt because they've got a fancy European name or because they coached a um a you know a fashionable football team. You can even look at Klopp and what he did when he was in Germany before he before he got to Dortmund. And, you know, you got a relegation and stuff like that. You got to learn mm. your trade, and it doesn't always happen overnight. And I think, um, you know, he 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 could be the right man if in the right place at the right time. Um, and I think his football might ju- might just suit not only suit our needs, but he he can grow a little bit in his own personal style again, like Moyes did. Because Mo- there's an idea that Moyes' football was terrible at Everton, mm. but there was periods when it was fantastic. Yeah, and you kind of rub his yeah. football when you've got the likes of Arteta and 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 Pienaar and mm. Kale and. Uh, you know some of the strikers Coleman. we had. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, Baines, people like Baines, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, you give this fella better players, and maybe you'll get better football out of it. And I just think he can he can evolve this team from from well, just get it, just get us away from the relegation zone, and then just hopefully move on from that. Joe, you know, on that point about better players and so on, it's interesting now because having seen that performance against Arsenal, obviously I was the same as everyone where we were fuming that that. Transfer deadline day was an absolute humiliation, wasn't it? People yeah. actually losing their minds. But well, we've not seen you since then, have we? No, no, this is it. So it was just absolutely awful. I thought, this is it. We're dead. We're buried. We're absolutely dead and buried. But it does make you reappraise what we've got to see suddenly, you know, Dwight McNeil playing yeah. like how we thought he was going to play and, uh, you know, Decore coming back into it. Anana, if we can hold on to him, the guy is an absolute 
dream. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've we've got we've got the raw materials. Mm-hmm. Of, of a, they're not a bad bunch of players. They aren't shite. Do you know what I mean? No. So it's you know maybe some of these kind of mercenaries that we dodged the bullet. We might dodge the bullet a little bit with with these guys coming into the the team. Really, do you know what I mean? Like some of these people that we IU and all this kind of stuff that we were linked with. We have last knock-ins. We have I mean? been linked very strongly today to Obama Yang and Isco. Um, Isco apparently is in advanced talks, and Obama Yang Chelsea get rid of him. Evan, they're going to take him. So we'll we'll see. Christ. That mm. that to me doesn't sound like an. I I an personally don't see Obama Yang mm. being a, a Daesh player. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not in a gold. But they're, they're good. They're good enough. I mean, we're definitely like. We're, I mean, are we lacking up front? We probably are lacking up yeah, front, yes. firepower wise, yeah. a little bit. But I don't know. I, I, you know, I think that one of the main, and it was only one game, but the, the, the takeaway from that performance is that that is that's an all right. You know, it's a good enough squad of players. We're better than the, the teams that were kind of rubbing shoulders with. Unfortunately, at the bottom of the around the bottom of the table at the moment, that's for sure. So, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, yes, and no uh, I, for me. Yeah. But um, I, I think I think the big worry is. If Dominic gets himself crocked, mm. which is every chance that he will do anytime soon, is that that leaves us woefully short. No, it in terms, I mean, we're, 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 we're woefully short of goals as it is. Mm. But at least with Dominic there, and, you know, he was inches away from, from that ball last yeah. weekend, um, and frustratingly so. But when you see him play like that, and when you see that kind of service coming in, you know that it's only a matter of time, and that does at least give you some hope yeah. Um, if he goes out, and as I say, he's made a glass for me. Is is Dominic Calvert Lewin mm-hmm. anyway? Is that mm-hmm. you've then leaves you with the shithousery of Mope, <laughs> you know? Which I mean, what what on earth that end of game performance was all about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was he was trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But if we are reliant upon that man to get the necessary goals that will see us win games rather than draw or lose games, then I fear for that. And I think that if that is the case, and this has been mentioned before, is that, you know, we might have to start thinking, or rather the manager might have to start thinking about alternative personnel in those forward positions you know, whether that's putting, you know, Damari Gray mm. at centre forward. Or, I mean, there was even t- talk of putting Iwobi further forward and and, and these sort of things. You well, know, Sims might... will get a chance, Dave. Well, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And, and actually, he is like, he's certainly more likely to get a chance under, mm. under Daesh than, yeah. than under Lampard, I would suggest. Yeah, I agree. Um, just, also, we, we are, one, just one, one final one. thing, sorry. We, we are, they're, stuck, they're crossing the ball. You can see the mm. blueprint of what he's trying to do. So, yeah. If you are Dominic Calvert Lewin and you're, and it's just not happening for you, yeah. and it hasn't happened for him for a bit, mm-hmm. you, you're looking at the way that we're, they're going to try and play now, and you yeah. must be thinking, Christ, I can get on the end of some of these and, and get yeah. things going again. <laughs> but right? here's, here's the thing, though: isn't isn't Dice known for traditionally playing four four two? We haven't even got two strikers. Yeah. Never mind a preferred two. We haven't got two. Well, the four five one he played Saturday. I think. Yeah. I mean, Ped, me and Ped were talking about this in with those three, and then James Garner to come back. Moy, don't forget that was Moyes' system forever, four five one, and it it won. You know, David Moyes had seasons where Everton won fourteen home games. Mm. You know, that's akin to what like Liverpool and City and that have done when they've won the league. You know, yeah. like they've had slightly more than that. But what I mean is that's a lot of home wins. Moyes' issue was away from home, and it was, was because of similar what we've got now. We didn't have anyone. He never really, apart from Yakubu, 
had anyone top class at the end of the pitch who he could rely on. If Moise had had a Lukaku, Everton mm. would have won silverware. I think Everton may well have competed for the league title, whether they'd have won it's a different thing. If we would have had a Romelu Lukaku at the top end of the pitch, because everything else was good. We just mm. never, we were Solid never good, able man. to go away and put mm. teams to bed because we just didn't have that that classy centre forward. But Dave, you're right. If Dom gets injured, we are in trouble. But what I would say, like Andy's just said is, and it's something me and Ped said on the final word, is that we got a lot of balls and bodies into the box. So mm. that's why mm. we had more chances with, with yeah, Lampard. Yeah, yeah. It was sporadic. It was like one attempt in the, you know, one chance because we had one man in the box, which means every pass had yeah. to be perfect or yeah. it wasn't an opportunity. Yeah. And that's maybe, maybe how they'll combat it. And also, they've got to come up with other goals as well. We saw Saturday a centre-back scoring a winner. That has to be the case now. We mm-hmm. have to get goals from Awobi. You just mentioned the core has got to score. But Cody Why, and Tarks and all yeah. these people have all got to wade in got to, with, with goals. You know, Seamus, they've all, they've all got to give something because that is the only way that we are going to get the amount of goals that we need. And it's a tall order, you know, but you're right. You know, we don't have, we don't have a prolific striker mm. in any sense of the word. No. But it'd be interesting to see sometimes when teams are doing really badly, uh, there's a lot of people um, out with injuries and, and, you know, thinking that they're not, they don't quite feel right to play and all that kind of yeah. stuff when the atmosphere is toxic. It'll be interesting to see that physio backlog clear out a little bit once mm. we're suddenly, you know, if we do start winning some games, you, you, you know, it always goes hands in ha- hand in hand, you know, bad performance, run a bad games, toxic atmosphere, suddenly players are out injured for ages. So, you know, we've still got some good players to come back as well. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You know, Patterson, Patterson and, and Garner for a start. Townsend, for yeah. crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's goals in Townsend there at is. least. Totally. I mean, that is one, that's one thing that's, that's, that's promising. There is. Definitely yep. goals in him if we, if we use him correctly yeah. and we get him fit again. Definitely. Um, uh, can I, Ped, just yeah. moving, just on from the footy, because this, this is a story again. Um, MSP, Sports Capital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, very interested in investing in Everton. Apparently, two places now, on the board, isn't it? Yeah, two Go places on. on the board. But apparently now, there's, there's, uh, they've got a couple of competitors who are, are trying to get involved as well. Um, this is something that's got to happen, Ped, surely sooner rather than later, because we are, we do feel like we're, we're stuck a little bit in terms of us moving. You know, there's obviously the protests and stuff, and we saw. Big protest at the weekend before the game, peaceful, really well attended, then into the ground, support the team. But because of the situation with the board and with Farad Mashiri, it feels as though if Everton could get some investments into it, and if it was MSP and they did take a couple of places on the board, is that a way that is that a way that people might look and reassess the situation just right now and think, well, the owner is getting investments in and Actually, these may be someone who, who wants to take over fully from Farad Mashiri. I think it'd be a starting point, wouldn't it? It'd be an opportunity to get some fresh blood on the board, get some new voices, get some new ideas. Uh, the, the, the the finance, I imagine, would go towards you know finishing the stadium off, um, which in turn might mean, obviously, either, which way, it doesn't matter which way it goes, it would mean probably more money in the summer, a little bit freed up for whatever whatever positioning. Mm. Um, and then maybe it allows some people to walk away from the board who, who yeah. for whatever reason, haven't done. And, 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 you know, they haven't been there. They weren't there on Saturday. I don't think anyone really 
you know, welcomes them back as such mm-hmm. um, because it helps. I think it helps the atmosphere if they're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, these people seem to have um, the right expertise, the right experience through their years of of uh, not just finance, but uh, being sports agents in America. And, 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 you know, I think it's, it's very hard to, you can't sit here anymore and go, we'd love that guy or we'd love that guy mm. to come into our club. I don't think those people quite exist. Everyone will find faults with everybody who, anyone who tries to buy a club. Now there's always going to be some shady link to somebody. And, um, you know, we've seen with the city stuff what this week, you know what can happen. Um, I mean, not that they are the wrong people, but you know, you, you, these just these seem fine. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the only thing I can say. They yeah. seem fine. They seem to know. They seem to know what they're doing, and maybe it would just be really nice to have some people who know what they're doing and know how to open up new revenue streams in in football. We are still years behind everybody else. Um, so, I mean, in fact, someone made a brilliant post, a little brilliant post yesterday, saying, um, "I think it was on our live show when you gone, Baz." Yeah, and he said, "He said they knew, they knew, they knew that the story about the Everton kit man going to Sports Direct was bullshit because Everton, because Sports Direct don't sell any Everton stuff, and I thought that <laughs> that encapsulates Everton in an absolute nutshell." Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear about this story, boys? Yeah, yeah, he sent someone down to Sports uh, Direct, didn't he? But I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't read what it was that he was, like, he was missing. Basically, basically, there was no socks. John Dice wanted Everton to train, wants the players to train yeah. with with socks and shin pads, yeah. right, in training because obviously you can you can get injured and all that. And Everton didn't have enough of those type of training socks, apparently. Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. He sent one of the kit mentor sports direct to go and buy thirty pairs of socks that or whatever however many it was enough. Um for You can get say. thirty pairs of socks for about two ninety nine, I think. There you go. So yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh. maybe and a massive mug thousand. as well. Mm, yeah. knows. My mum gets me stuff like that for Christmas. There you go. Allardyce, yeah, Allardyce, Allardyce. that's where my mind is. Allardyce, uh, Sean Dyche has currently uh, got a massive cup of tea on the go. He's got that big sports <laughs> right, direct mug, yeah, yeah, yeah. full of socks. Um, and there wasn't enough of a certain type. There wasn't enough blue. They didn't have enough blue socks in stock. So they ended up choosing black um, and, and brought them back. But that is funny. Um, and that's one of the things he's, he's obviously implemented is basically uh, you train as you play. You have your shinies yeah. on, you yeah. have your socks pulled up, and and that's there's the first habit. But I just that idea of sending them to Sports Direct is tremendous. Yeah, well, um, only us, only and us. only Everton. But that would be obviously, um, you know, it is one of those things. But you know, MSP investment coming in extra mm. couple of places on the board. More I mean, socks, just very shinies. more socks would be the first yeah, thing. Exactly. Just ve- yeah. really quick before we move on, boys. Uh, a new investment. Uh, Group coming in, some fresh eyes on the whole thing, and maybe a couple of places on the board. Do you two see that as a positive thing? Of, of because Everton, you know about the protest. You know that Evertonians aren't happy with the way the club has been under Mashiri. It's coming across, isn't it? You know, and these people come. It is coming across. Yeah, it's, it's out there now. <laughs> um, these people coming in who do, do have experience of being in sports clubs and things like that. That can only be a positive, surely. Here's what I think: um, is that I think, like Ped said, I think it's a start. 
and I think it's better than what we have at the moment. I think the reason I find it difficult to get excited about it is the fact that I want wholesale change and mm. rather than gradual change or, you know, this board that's made up of him, her, two of them, their mates, invest, you know, and all this kind mm. of stuff that may or may not happen over the next year or something. Suddenly two places becomes three or four. But ultimately, if this new investment if these people rather don't have the ultimate final say, it's difficult to see how things will, will properly change. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I'm asking for too much because as we said before, for me and whoever thought we'd be saying this, but you know, Newcastle is the, is the, is the example. Newcastle is the template in terms of what has happened to them and and the effect that it's had on that football club, which mm. is 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 been a complete turnaround, and that's what I want, yeah. and that's what I think we need. However, um, I think that if it is a case of of gradual change, and you know, some investment is better than no investment, and two places on the board is better than no places on mm. the board, then then yes, you know, this can only be a good thing, I suppose. Andy? Yeah, I mean, I always, I always, whenever I have, I've had anything to do with Everton Football Club, or I've been kind of behind the scenes there a little bit, you do still get the vibe of like a, I don't mean it in a bad way, but a, a club that's slightly in one of the lower divisions. Like it's, just, it's exactly the same behind the scenes at Everton. Like old fashioned. It is. It's really old fashioned, really. Yeah, and you look at some of the new. I know it's the stadium difference and stuff as well, but it's mm. also the way that they market themselves yeah, and the yeah. way that they. Yeah. They're on like the global scale, yeah. you know. As Ped mentioned earlier on, we need we need someone that to come that's going to come in and maybe open the doors to you know. We've got loads of fans over in America and all that kind of stuff, but we, we still run like like family small club yeah. mentality a little bit, and we need that expertise. So, uh, yeah, they won't be able to overturn kind of like we say numbers wise the yeah. people that are kind of haven't been great for us over the years. But mm. surely some fresh ideas can just shake things up a little bit and freshen things up. That's what we need. Do you, do you remember this, this? This this was never demonstrated better for me than during the Chang sponsorship era, where when you went for a beer at halftime, <laughs> you queued up, right, outside the toilets. And this is, this is, this is me in, this is me in the Bullens Road. And <laughs> which in itself is a, is a, is a rickety old stand anyway. Mm. And you've got these two old dears who've got like a case of Chang in cans behind, you know. And so they're having to they're having to sort of pour out. But, you know, but obviously the, the can of Chang would all fizz up. God, and then you had to, everybody had to wait about five minutes while this old deer kind of got this right. And you, you just thought, this is just Everton all over. Yeah. You know, you yeah. see these new stadiums with these fancy pumps and blah, blah, blah. You've got you know, Doris there, who's kind of pouring this, <laughs> you know, I'll be there in a minute, love. Yeah. Do, you, do you want a Twix as well? You know, yeah. and all this. <laughs> Funny you said Even Twix. It, there was no Mars yeah. bars at the weekend, yeah. so I did after but that. Even, Twix. Re- Revenue-wise, though, yeah. I mean, I know it's a stadium thing, but like even what people have access to at half-time or before the match yeah. or, you know, because I think we've mentioned this before, like you don't, you don't want to go and, into Goodison any earlier than kickoff, really, because there's, there's nothing doing for you there. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. hopefully with this stuff in the future, they can just make... I don't make a bit more money, a bit more of a, of a business about it. Oh, but like you say, we just need to... It's rather, you know. it's rather spend... We, me and Ped have done this to, to death, but you'd rather spend your money benefiting the football club. Yeah. But like you say, Andy and, and Dave, the same. It, it's like, if you're going to have to wait, you know, 10 minutes to get a beer or... you or, mm. or I stay in the Spello until 10 too. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> let's... let's oh, I'm up, I'm, by the way, I'm up for the Leeds game, if you're around. Fantastic fantastic we will we'll sort that out um 
I was going to say, yeah, let's move on from footy. We've done footy far too much today. Um, we can't, Dave, I'm going to have a slot each week called Dave's Archives, I think. Because Ped just keeps sending us interesting photos of you. You know why? Because Ped's up. got way too much he time has on got his hand. As he, he demonstrated last night in our WhatsApp group. Exactly. On all, no, no, listen, all doubt. He's got, I, don't work, I don't work. I don't work hard. I work smart. He does work smart. <laughs> in the WhatsApp group, there's a he's come across photos. I mean, one of them yeah. he's put Hasbullah's face on in the group as well, which is incredible. Mm. But um, I just want to know why you're with David Seaman, Frankie, who obviously off dancing on ice is David yeah. Seaman's partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and all that. But you've got a tennis outfit on, so I can't yeah. even pass it off as you felt like you were going ice skating no. or you were having a game of footy with David Seaman. You've you've gone full Bjorn Borg. You've got the headband on. So can you explain um, what's happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, happily, happily. Okay. Um, okay. So this this happened um, in about 2018. I was working on the radio in Manchester at the time okay. on Hips Radio, doing the breakfast show with Gemma Atkinson and Gethin Jones. And for some reason, and I'm not entirely sure why, that became something of a dare or a challenge or something that I had to... I can't remember what the backstory was uh, in truth, but I I was challenged on air by them that I had to dress up. And I had mistakenly said that uh, David and Frankie Seaman were coming over to ours for dinner on Clang. Saturday night. Clang. Clang. And so so they they said right well that's what you that's what you need to do and we need to see photo evidence of said <laughs> okay. uh, encounter and that essentially is the photo evidence that they required <laughs> and that I duly delivered. Fair enough. It's trem- listen. It's a tremendous story. It's a, it's you do look like a pro. To be fair to Dave, he looks like a pro tennis. He does. Player from he does. Seventies, eighties era. I think just by donning that stuff, you become England's number seven seed. Yeah. Just by having that on. That. You know, yeah, you look like you're about to have a, a game with Cliff Richard. Well, I don't even Barker. know what that means. Is that code, Ped? No, no, no. That can't be code this early. <laughs> yeah. This year, Andy. <laughs> before we move on, you were you were obviously absent again. <clears throat> um, hey, last hey. week. Hey, listen, you're a busy man again. Hey, again. Commuting, mate. What's happened is we've we've fully diced you. We've we've mm-hmm. you've been someone who's been on the treatment table regularly yeah. because yeah. you just you know maybe the last man's. You know Ned's Ned's tactics weren't shooting yet, and we've you've come got, in. You've and become very it. Andros Townsend, actually. Yeah, you know, Andros Townsend. Yeah, about that. you back in. Um, to be fair to Andy, though, he has to get in to set up his nine different um, <laughs> radio stations. They're not going to play themselves, Ped. They're not going to play themselves. Exactly. I want to come back to that because there's, there's, we have got a question about that. But um, last week we were discussing um, whether it was more likely that. The moon landed in 1969, or the Ark, Noah and his Ark. Oh yeah, which is yeah. more likely to have happened? We had a big discussion. I don't what believe. The hell, what the hell happened in last week's episode? If well, this that, this was is one what of the it, hey, this is the way it's going. On you, better get mm. on board, young man. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be going to Sports Direct for the socks. Um, it's not turned into a conspiracy theory uh, podcast, though, is it? Bits like, of it. Get, wear some shell suits and bit, stuff. Listen, bits of it may well be. Right. You better get on board very yeah. quickly. Ba- Baz, Barry Ike over there. There you go. <laughs> oh, Barry, what a man he is! By the way, one minute he's presenting snooker, the next minute he's the son of God. Incredible. But um, <laughs> let's go back to that. So non-gender God, non-gender. The gods, yeah. We had a um, we had a good discussion of you know whether we believed these things happened and which were more likely. There was a couple of issues around the the two by two on the arc. 
as we discussed, if if you know two elephants are going on, who's stopping the third and fourth? Because yeah, they're yeah. quite big. You mm. can't, you know, your name's not down. You can't come on. I don't know how that would have worked. That's an issue for me. Do you uh, you think in terms of the whole arc thing? Embarkation of animals is the thing that could make it. I think we did. We did right. also discuss, you know, nails. And then well, time. I think I think I but, think the point you come up with the nails, didn't you, Dave? You said there was, a, there was a practicalities issue here yeah. in that um, because obviously Noah's Ark happened a very very long time it ago, did, as yeah. we all know. I mean, a long long time, long, ago, long time ago, like long long time. Yeah. Um, and so, unless before Noah, records began, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and so, because Noah. Um, uh, he was very much kind of isolated and on his own in this kind of was, mission. Yeah. And it's it's very much a, a sort of solo project for the most mm. part, unless he had a little bit of help from his friends and family. Um, but we were saying that he would have had to have lived very, very close to a large area of dense woodland in order mm. to get the right amount of wood, unless he had yeah. something like a juicens in his area, yeah, which we believe at the thing. time would have been impractical. Yeah. I mean, it is intimidating. You ever been to like a, a, a like a timber place? Mm. It's just a general member of the public. Yes. It's awful. They, they treat you like dirt there because you're not in the trade. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I can't blame Noah if he wanted to try and cut trees down himself or whatever. But that is a, that's a good point. So you think because he he may have gone to one of the you know it might have been I don't know Balthazar's yard or something you know with not Jason's yeah. I don't think might have been there. It could have been anything, couldn't it? You know any kind of name. Sure. And he's gone in and they've looked at him and gone. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm paraphrasing, but he's gone. All right, good. Because I wasn't there. Oh, well, there you go, you know, exactly. And he's, they've gone, you know, <laughs> all right, Gov, what are you after? And he's gone, I'm thinking of building a big boat. And what type of wood do you want? And he's gone, I don't know. You know, and they just, they've done that thing where they just... See him coming. Yeah, yeah. they look I mean, at him and yeah, they, yeah. they start... Self-chapping screws, yeah. well, you know, what do you need? Exactly, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and all of that. So he's just gone alone. So, so with all that information... Yeah. Versus shadows on the moon, wind when there isn't any tin foil. That thing that landed, I've seen more. Um, I've seen things on Thunderbirds that looked more likely spaceships to land than what you know, nineteen sixty nine moon landings were. Um, right. So zero evidence they went. Uh, wh- which do you think is um, is more likely to have happened, Noah's Ark or the moon landings? Just very quickly. No, and honestly, right, even even though yeah. we've been on this sort of descriptive um, colouring in session for the last four or five minutes, it's still that question, Bush. It it's is, still, that's all it is. It's still the question that you didn't think you were being asked five never, minutes ago. I never thought this would happen in this podcast, but I, I'm willing to answer it. Okay. I, I think the moon landings happened. I'm, I'm going to go. I think okay, I trust that's fine. That the, You're wrong, the moon... but that's fine. Who, just in terms of this group of four, put your hand up if you think the moon landings happened. So Bush has got his hand I in the air. I have a virtual handle. <laughs> Well, uh, Dave, so, well, so it's only Baz who believes that the... If, if, I, if, yeah. if I had to be pushed one way or the other, yeah. right, mm. then That's I would fine. say That's, yes. Hey, listen, I've got no problem. And, you know, we won't go into that belt that's around the thing that would smash those um, spaceships into smithereens when it got through oh, it right. and stuff. We won't go into that and they, it couldn't protect that's them. That's nowhere and near the moon. No, it is, mate. You've got to go through. Honestly, <laughs> I've been reading since last week. I've been reading even more. Which Read is just, moon. you know... They were like... Dave, I'm gonna get right, the behind yeah. Baz there. You should get a tie dye, take me to your dealer, uh, <laughs> yeah. and get on the bong next week. Start doing conspiracy Tell theories. But so you're going with the moon land. That's fine. Listen, that is fine. Yeah. Um, someone has can asked. I, 
Can, can well, I? Can yeah, I go ask, on. While I'm finding this question, question. Why, why are you doing doing that? Because this is, as I say, this is the kind of the freeform jazz section yeah, of yeah, the yeah. episode where mm. we can kind of just do stuff as and when, mm. willy and indeed nilly. Um, mm. So, Mister Bush, you were saying before we started recording, I'm sorry I'm late. In fact, I'm 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 going to I'm going to quote you or paraphrase you. Mm. I'm sorry I'm late. I have just come from a spin class. Right. That's right. Yes. Now, now, I don't mean to be in any way controversial or to be the sort of person that may throw out sweeping and generalized statements. But I thought that spin class was essentially for girls. <laughs> Dave, that's that's a very un, unreconstructed uh, uh, opinion of spin, spinning, modern spinning. It's it's good. It, it's it's hard work. I tell mm. you, it's hard work. Mm. I know. You, I know, Dave. You're out there. You're, you're out on your bike, meeting other like like minded people in car parks and rural the paddle boarding expert yeah. of you know yeah, yeah, exactly. of the park. with his animal mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it an elephant one? Was it two, Dave, or is it three? A three no, elephants no, louder than that one. The, the, the <laughs> elephant elephant mask isn't good for cycling because no. it's not very aerodynamic because of the yeah. ears. Of course, you know, well, don't get the long trunk. It's, it's not as smooth. can't you get more air in the trunk though? Well, you may. Well, maybe oh. you know. Again, I, I I don't know what that means. No. Dave was sends a great scene down there on Thursday and Friday nights. So. Yeah, two by two. There you go. Going in two by two to Morrison's car park. Andy, we've had a question from Scousman Blue that says, yeah. I'd like to know how Bush on the radio can explain his various whereabouts on all pictures shared on Twitter. Is there more than one Bush? There's a lot of bush like stuff going yeah. on. Basically, I'm getting to the stage now where if anyone's got glasses on TV or in film, yeah. I'm I'm getting linked with it, and it's just it's outrageous. outrageous. I'm, I'm, I'm it's outrageous. I'm starting to. Uh, Do I look like you lawyers. now? They, they, <laughs> they are. I mean, Dave. Dave, look. You know what? There's a reason. I, I've I, never seen them. No, I've never seen the vet like that. I think. I think Andy, it's time to launch your own um, eyewear. That would be a good thing, wouldn't it? Mm. I think mm. so. But um, well, what, Dave, hey, what, what could we could, what could we call them? Like, oh, here we go. Um, bush eyes, no. bush, bush gigs, gigs. Uh, bush gigs, oh. um, yeah, well. bush bins. Andy's eyewear, yeah, bush bins is quite nice, isn't it? Uh, Dave, you get a chain on those glasses, though. She I like see bush. you with a chain on those. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you know? And actually, that is exactly what they're for because they these are now for that state of life where you need them to look at things. Because my arms have now become. Isn't that what glasses are for anyway? I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you've not just invented glasses. That's no, kind but, of but, the idea whoa, whoa. behind glasses. No, hang on. But but what I'm trying to say is that you see, I wear I wear contact lenses as well, and that's oh, for okay. distance. Okay, mm, yeah. so these are effectively magnifying uh, glasses because I find that I struggle with with menus or even looking at my phone now. Things that are close up because my yeah. arms aren't long enough to take that thing oh, okay. away from my eyes. That's what they're for. They? Um, <laughs> okay, well let's. All right. So bushes. You're blaming your eyes, your eye issues on your arms on his arm enough? length. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had one. <laughs> this is an interesting one. You, you're going to have to think about this, right? This is from uh, PDEFC84. I think Ped Can catch might, your title. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think Ped will want to go first here. That uh, sounds like a code you get for a 15% off somewhere. Right, yeah. are you ready? List yeah, these 80s cartoons in order of your preference. Yeah. Go on. Thundercats, He-Man, mm. Turtles, Ghostbusters... Mm. Dungeons and Dragons. They were all shit. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, hey, whoa, 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 Dave. Come on. Whoa, whoa. 
They weren't. Come on. I, I'll be honest, Dave. You're they weren't a great selection. What are you going for? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for just rate the best one and the worst Thundercat, one. Thundercat, He-Man. Okay. And do you know what? Dungeons and Dragons was a was yeah. a classic. That, That's what that. I'd go for. That was brilliant. It was okay. a, it was an underrated class, and it actually had some really famous people doing the voices. You okay. Know that, but, uh, it was it was very it was a bit dark as well. It's oh. a little bit dark. I'm going Route eight. One. I'm, I'm going the Turtles. Turtles was good as well. Yeah. That was obviously late eighties. I'm yeah. spoiling my vote. Okay, that's fine. Listen, that is fine. Uh, but all of those programs, all every great cartoon from that era, ruined by annoying comedy character. Godzilla, brilliant. Godzuki, shit house. Dungeons and Dragons, brilliant. Scrappy Doo, shit house. Dungeons and Dragons, brilliant. Uni, the unicorn. Shit yeah. house. Mm. <laughs> He-Man, fantastic. He-Man's brilliant. Cringer. Do, you know, do you know when all of those characters are a little bit Neil Mope at the end of that game <laughs> on Saturday? Don't you think? Ped uh, is one from uh, Neil Dutton and Dutton 13. Uh, what is the sport that has that the best movies based on it? And he's put, and why is it baseball? Is that true? Uh, all the best sporting movies? I'm not trying to hear you, by the way. Or golf. Sorry. Golf was really good for adapting to for films. Baseball, obviously, Field of Dreams is maybe one of the greatest sports films. Wasn't Bull Money... Durham also a... Um... Bull, Bull Durham was baseball. Bull Durham, Moneyball is Moneyball's an amazing great. one. Moneyball is amazing, yeah. But then what about uh, Draft Day? Draft Day is amazing, but that's not baseball. No, no. But uh, and then you've skills. got, like, for golf, you've got, like, Tin Cup, which is amazing. Again, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kevin Costner's done Field of Dreams. He's done Draft Day. He's done Tin Cup. And he's done. Did he uh, do Bull Durham? Durham? Yeah, he, he did, did do Bull Durham with mm-hmm. Suzanne Sa- 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 Robbins. Uh, yeah, Sarah Sarandon or Sarandon. And I, I, don't think, I don't think there's a, a, enough swimming films. Hmm. The Duncan Goodhue story or something like that would yeah. be good, wouldn't it? Sharon Davis. Why yeah. I yeah. don't have Bush. Jaws would be interesting. Well, you know, you say that Jaws. because 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 surely that's that's something that that swimmers. Um, do they do? Don't do. They don't yeah, have bush. Aerodynamics. Yeah. Aerodynamics. There you go. Unless yeah, bush is go. married to a no. swimmer, and then she would literally have bush. Baseball's perfect yeah. though, isn't it? Because it's all broken up into like small pieces. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. Field of Dreams is amazing though. Field I don't know if anyone. A brilliant film. I don't know if anyone knows this, but for the last for two of the last four years, the uh, MLB in America have done a Field of Dreams game where they've gone to Iowa. Built a, a stadium on a cornfield, oh, wow. and they have the players walk out the out of the corn, and honest to God, it is spine tingling. Like Kevin Costner does like the uh, does like the voiceover for it. It's yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds dead cringy, but I, I watched it live. It was it was obviously on really late here, and when they pull back and show like the faraway shot, and you see nothing but fields for miles, and the sun's going down, it is unbelievable. I absolutely love that film. Absolutely. I recommend as well the, the 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 Ken Burns History of Baseball documentary on PBS. Uh, you know he's the one who did the Vietnam the history of the Vietnam War. Uh, absolutely brilliant, really really good. Like five part right the way through the history of baseball. Really good. I tell you what, another one, another good baseball film, A League of Their Own. Oh, the one about the women own. baseball players. Yeah, baseball's boss. It's just mm-hmm. really boring in real life. Yeah, that's good cool for films. Um, films, it's smashing it. Shane Pelican. 
they're still asking, he's still waiting. That's not a real name. Pelican. Well, Gaz said this. This is on Twitter, obviously. He's still waiting on the live air. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, I can understand when people would change their surname to be more jazzy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and to be more showbiz. Yeah. Why would you change your your surname, you know, to Pelican? Pelican? Um, Maybe like the Pelican Brief, his favourite film. Yeah, anyway, what's his question? Mike, you never know, do you? No, he's waiting on the live air frying. Oh, oh right. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's still to come. So there's live that's air coming. frying. We're building that up. Kangaroo Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to come. Bush has yeah. got to face his destiny. Um, you two have got to come up with a... But I don't know. Andy, you weren't here last week. So deadline day. We were live basically for about 12 hours on deadline day. And Everton didn't do How anything. did that pan out for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everton didn't do with an airplane section. Back to you in the studio. Yeah, that was it. I was just sat there. So Everton didn't do anything. So we came up with, or someone asked us for our best bald Everton 11. Mm. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, right. a great, that's a great question. But they can't be, they can't have had hair and lost it at Everton. They basically had to be bald. So, so everyone <laughs> straight away went Gravis and Carsley. We were like, well, Gravison actually had hair when he came. Not much, though. No, and, and also, we've done yeah, this last week. Bald, bald, I'm talking Cuball-ish. <laughs> I'm not talking yeah. Howard Kendall, you know, egg mm. in the nest stuff. Or, mm. or the Bobby We're not yard. doing this again, are no, we? No, no, but this is for this is for Bush to think about. Okay. And Dave, because I want next week a bald 11 off both of them. Mm. Ian right. Wilson. Do you remember Ian Wilson? Did nah, he, he had hair. Did he? He was losing it, but he had hair. Andy Johnson, there's one for you. Tim Howard. One at either end. Yes. Okay, so that's... Olivier Decor. No, no. Um, yeah, what was the Ollie, guy? Yeah, yeah, Olivier yeah, Decor. Yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah, yeah, Ollie yeah, Decor. Yeah. This could be our new segment called um, No Hair But Two in the Bush. It's a rough working title, but I'll it go is, with that. Yeah, all you know, bald it's, two it's in the bush. Which? All bald and no bush. That's, I mean, that's a, there's one. I'm not you know. offering anything for it. No, okay. so he's distancing himself. From <laughs> okay, you. okay. Listen, it's just—it's not my style. No, it he's is. got a job. You're above this. You are above <laughs> this, but we're not. Um, so yeah, that was one. Uh, someone has asked us, and obviously, again, this may be something we do next week. The best player to wear each number one to eleven, so no squad numbers. That's an interesting one. Yeah, well, that's that's it's another good, homework one, isn't that it? No, it's homework. Yeah. That can never be done now. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, because do, do you know why? Because it would it would disrupt our natural pace and rhythm that we have mm. in this podcast. Exactly. Yes. And with with the cut and thrust, we slow it down, wouldn't it? Yeah. With two yeah. minutes to go, we can't we start thinking this. about mm. players like Neville Southall, Gary Steve. I mean, I can. It's basically the eighty-five <laughs> team. But yeah. there you go. We've just done it. Um, but that could be up for discussion. So, we could yeah. also see a feature called No Smoke Without Fire, where we every week we get to have our say on ongoing court cases and stuff like that as well. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, traditionally, you know, discussing ongoing court cases is court normally case. is normally you know something that people try and steer away from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, right. I, I mean, mean it sounds like a minefield to yeah. to, to right, become a court case, Andy. <laughs> we be a, we would can go then wrong? be on future podcasts. What could go wrong? Mm. What could go wrong? <laughs> what happened? What could possibly go wrong? I just can I just go back to something just yeah. to top, finish this off. Go on. When, when we we got we went when Andy was someone um, spinning class, we sort of glossed over it very quickly. We did, yeah, but we did actually. Don't go you know sp- like spinning classes? Do they happen at like only at like five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, 
Because when you see people saying, I've gone spinning, it only seems to be at five o'clock in the morning. And Is Andy, there no other legitimate time so you can go We will spinning? discuss that. Andy, I just want to know this, because this, when I think of spinning, I just think of Ariana Grande. I've, you know, right. been here all day, all night. Oh, right. Are you yeah. at the front? Yeah. With your thong on, wiggling the arse. Yeah, the what do you wear? This was going to be my next point. What do you wear? So the time of it, what do you wear? And does Ariana Grande play in the oh, back? Are oh, you in spinning kit now? Oh, so he's got loose oh fitting trousers. Okay. Short, shorts and leggings. See, I thought... Mm. Leggings thought as well. Got leggings on, Have yeah. Have you? They're all the rage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's fine. I wanted to go, to, but I'm, I'm slightly intimidated by those places. Well, you see, this is it. Are you going to think I'm an absolute tosser now? But um, we have a peloton. So I do it from the house. Oh, I'm one of those. Right, you know what? Like, no, Come on, guys. Don't, want, don't well in the lockdown. Oh, right, episode finished. Hey. Right, oh, wrap geez. it up, fast. What a terrible way you to know, finish. Awful... I had you at the front there, full Ariana Grande, an, surrounded by ch- yummy mummies who'd all parked the four by fours. Here comes Bush bouncing in. Sorry to let you Probably down, the guys. only oh. Bush in the room. Everyone's there on the bike. Yeah. You're burning X amount of calories. No. Ariana's playing. It's at six thirty in the morning. You're getting yeah. back to have your juice and a bit of. I, I feel like um, I had. You I feel back. like Frank. I've lost. The, I've lost the dressing room. Here. You, have lost, you, right? you yeah. have lost the dressing room. I mean, listen. Uh, can I just propose that we bring forward that court issue? Maybe <laughs> like maybe next week or the or week before. It's getting to the point where I think that almost Bush's relationship with us is untenable. <laughs> We've got to pull him just... back into line quickly. I was loving the idea of him coming out of the spin class at like half five in the morning going... With a towel around his neck. The, the, the day's all mine. Oh, the day's all <laughs> mine. Next, life. he'll have an Instagram account telling you how to make money this year. All right. And all right. he'll be attacking the crypto. day like Phil Crypt- Neville. Mm. Bush crypto, we'll call it. Bush crypto. Yeah, listen, you know... <laughs> and, and, oh, Bush. Because I've always thought, right, and again, I don't want this to be a statement. I've always thought that's the peloton was for, for tossers as well, yep. right? So, you know, that's it's difficult. That's what I am. This is where I am. No, I don't this think you this... are. Don't let I'm them drag you into poor. it. I don't have time to, to go to a class, so you can nip in and just do a little half an hour, 45 minutes. Do you, do you dial into something, or is it in the bike? Is it just in the bike? You dial in, yeah. You, you, you can go to live classes. You can, you can pick up classes that have previously happened. Okay. Look at your own performance against how you did it last time. Okay. Well, I mean, that I, I mean, I've lost, I've lost. I feel like I've lost everyone here. No, Dave that doesn't look sound, me in the eye. That sounds quite <laughs> good, but you've pelotoned yourself off, really. Yeah. Maybe you need to change your name to Shane Peloton. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I'll do that. You know, I'll do that. That, that might be the one. I feel bad. Like this is how it, is this how it's going to end then? This Has week? anyone got right. enough beat notes to finish on? Before? No, I. I'm, to be honest with They've you, it's over, it's over for me now. Is it? Oh. Ped, you normally come up with a pearl of wisdom. I think. can't think of anything. No, that's sick of I'm it. Just, sick I'm of just, I'm just disappointed because you can't like you know stick a cart and drink in your back tire, can you? Pretend you're a motorbike if it's a peloton on your house. You just not can't do no, that. Never do that when you're a kid. Yeah, 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 I do that. No. I, wish, right, I, 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 I used to watch Kickstart and then I used to do that. After, that, that probably that possibly shows my age. What about Phil? They can't do that either because it disrupts the people in the car park in Morrison's. Gives them a, uh, gives them a start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They the two by two away. Um, Andy, to finish then, I've seen something disturbing that on your show next week. You're going to... Because the air fryer thing, which Ped promised us about. Yeah. Frank, in fact, Benitez was probably the manager when Ped promised us that. Yeah. Um a roast dinner type of what toasty. toasty. So a, a listener has, has phoned in. Well, Go we on. do a thing called Toasty Tuesday, where we do, we do a, we try out a, a different 
uh, toasted. Was that something that you came up with, Bush? On just on your own, like with, idea, without another it? podcast that yeah, you're on. No, no. Okay, carry on, carry on. All right, guys. All right, I feel it's just there's a barbed end to this podcast. All right, let's just let's just, let's just chill it out. Uh, Come on. Anyway, mate. listener has got in touch and he has recommended a roast, like a roast dinner, toasty. So you put the com- constituent parts of a roast dinner into the sandwich. So uh, roast chicken, stuffing, bread sauce. I'm a little bit concerned about that. Yeah, a couple of potatoes, carrots, and then toast it and see if it works. He How reckons it's a winner. How big is your piece of bread, though? Yeah, well, you've got, to, you've got to chop it up, get it in there. Do you know what I mean? But the thing was, right, and just to prove that I was I was listening when they were discussing uh, Roasty Toasty uh, yesterday, actually, <laughs> and I was driving back from Sheffield. Now, the thing that I was slightly uh, shocked and slightly disappointed about was the fact that your your um, caller and an advocate for the Roasty Toasty wasn't going to yeah. actually put in the roast potatoes. And actually, there was oh, no... There, were, there, was, the, there, there wasn't enough... Roast. There wasn't enough um, roast yeah. action or representation, yeah. I didn't think, within the bread. Is that fair? No, that's, that's a very good point. And I think when, when we do it, we're going to put, we, we have to have roast potatoes. Yeah, Because, I mean, we've had some, there was one Otherwise, it just ago. becomes a spit roast toast, doesn't it? it yeah. And, and, and who wants that again? Exactly. Exactly. And then we'll back to the Morrison's car park. There we go. <laughs> Get your roast potatoes in, Bush, and let <laughs> us know. Don't put that, don't put roast potatoes yeah, in. Yeah, and by yeah. the way, and, and just as an image thing, lose the bread sauce for me. Right? Yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's, it's a horrible ending to there's this. Got, there's got, yeah, there's there's all sorts of stuff can go wrong the minute you bite into that. Right, yeah. that, we will leave it there. So Dave only wants happy... It. Dave only wants happy endings. He does, that's he all does. he's always, interested in. Always, always. In Morrison's car park. Let's have a happy ending here. Thanks very much for listening. As he goes in two by two. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.